Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 Okay, so welcome along to the podcast. This is, of course, is the Day Trippers, and it is brought to you in association with Redsbet. And Redsbet is a gambling site, and it's kind of made for fans where they share all half the net profits with um, good causes. So no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Um, so support them and gamble responsibly, as they say. Um, we're in here. We're drinking champagne. If anyone has been on the Periscope, can see we've been drinking champagne, celebrating the fact that Liverpool are the champions of 2018. That goes along with our 2014 Champions Trophy, or was it 2014? It was one of the um, And also along with 2008 Champions Trophy, and we were also champions in 1997. Right? We haven't won the league since 1989-90, but we have won the Champions of the Year are trophy. These the, are these the Christmas table toppers to have never won the league? We um, have we have done that on three yeah. occasions. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> Twice so far, but we did it. We, also, we did it. With the before, only ones. No, before the in Premier, last ten years. In the yeah, last ten before years, Chelsea yeah. invented the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. We did it in the old times when it wasn't the Premiership as well. Okay. Yeah. So. None of you want any more of that, do you? No, no. I'm going to go with the girls. All right, you walk away. Um, joining me tonight. Well, joining me today. Joining me whenever because I don't know when I'm going to edit this, but it'll be out this evening at some stage. Um, is of course. Yeah, before the New Year. Yeah, before the New Year. <laughs> <laughs> before we aren't the champions of 2018 anymore. It's Ray Dickinson. It's Gary Brain. It's Steve Brown and Stephen Daly has just popped out to drop champagne up to the girls because we're finished drinking champagne and celebrating our title win. Our focus is on the next game, as they say, live. Um, right. Where was I? Let's talk about Saturday. The so, Saturday. Saturday, the game gone. Before we go okay. to the next game, the game gone, the Newcastle match. Ray, biggest yep. takeaways from the Newcastle game? A um, little bit surprised we didn't rotate a bit more than we did. Mm-hmm. Um, thought we might have seen either Lalana or a Sturridge mm. um, appearance. Um, I think there's a bit of speculation that Moreno might play. Um, I'm personally happy whenever we don't see Moreno on the pitch, so I'm less bothered about that. But I don't know. I mean, he has to go, because he has to kind of go all in now, uh, Arsenal and, and City. I, I just thought that was a little bit surprising. But um, And I was also a little bit surprised, ultimately, that we won 4-0, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. thought Newcastle would have been a bit of a stern test than they were. But like apart from the occasional breakaway... 
they offered very little. I mean, they're so limited. Um, you know, I heard, I listened to the the cop table preview podcast with the Newcastle fan on there, mm-hmm. and um, like he was so pessimistic about you know what 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 they could offer coming to Anfield, and he was proven right. So, I mean, we get we get three points to move on, and then obviously the city um, thing is just an absolute bonus, isn't it? The thing with the Newcastle game was, I think Rafa obviously highlighted which games he thinks he can get points yeah. from over the Christmas period and nearly wrote our game off yesterday. Didn't play Rondon, who's been in decent form for them. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know how a lot about Newcastle, to be perfectly honest, but they just, they seem, he seemed to make so many changes that it was a case of going, right, lads, we know we're going to get B here. Let's try and keep it down. It's all about goal difference down at the bottom at the moment, whereas yeah. Newcastle's goal difference is a hell of a lot better than the teams around them. Um, so and it consistently more, is as well, because Rafa plays them like that, that they don't get absolutely smashed to pieces yeah. normally. And, and that, I think last season they come, they end up finishing 10th or whatever, is it? We beat them 2-0, yeah. They finished 10th, but they finished 10th off the back of a strong goal difference. I think it's a zero goal difference. Yeah, right yeah, they, they, would have, they, they gained three or four places just off the goal difference. Yeah. So Rafa's, Rafa knows that score, doesn't he? Yeah. The first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, they weren't bad though, in fairness. They offered Even when we yeah. went one nil up, they were still, you know, they were getting men behind the ball. It was, it was when we got the penalty, their yeah. heads dropped. I think yeah. we just they, beca- they became more open. They weren't expansive. They just became more open. It's what we do to teams. Okay, it's we just wear teams down. We just keep yeah. pressure on them. We keep turning the screw, turning the screw. Jamel Lascelles kicking a ball out for a goal kick to get a break yesterday after twenty five mm. minutes was just. The moment that you kind of went right, we have these now. They just wanted me field. Yes, they were impeccable. Yeah, the them were but it was just the pressure. It's just teams. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. Beat Newcastle, Wolves, you know, teams look up and there's no options, so they're just lumping it long. Mm-hmm. And it's like at one stage yesterday, Lovren was our deepest man, and he was ten yards inside the Newcastle half. Mm-hmm. And it's the goal, the goalkeeper allows you play that line. Van Dijk allows you play that line, and it's just boxing teams in where they literally have no other option. It's either we're going to lump it long so Alisson clears it up mm. or we have to kick it out of play. Mm. It's impressive the way we've, we've progressed on to being able to break down sides who just literally come and park a bus. We really struggled with that uh, at times last year and even at the start of this season. And now it's a case of that we can, we can basically, if you come and park the bus, doesn't matter. We've got so many different ways and mm. we've got so many means and we can change things from the bench as well so that your tactic, even though you might have worked out one way to play against us and stop us from, from, from <coughs> doing something, we've got something else that we can throw at you which will break you down ultimately they were consistent they consistently you know had 11 men in mm. their you know in their half and but we were st- we were still managing to create so many yeah. chances mm. even in that situation but the likes with the Lions were saying with Lovren being so far forward as our deepest man yeah. that players are then picking the ball up like Jordan Henderson yesterday was absolutely brilliant because he's picking the ball up 15 yards 20 yards higher than he usually would and he's driving at teams we've got lads now in the middle like Wijnaldum like Fabinho Henderson shown starting to show that he can do it as well and we're making them make mistakes because we're committing them we're the likes of very little last season Chamberlain was doing it last season where he'd pick the ball up mm. and he'd drive at teams and he'd commit players whereas everyone seems to be doing it this season it's like an, an a re- prerequisite to play for us that you need to be able to take a man on and make them make an option or make a mistake sorry so you're given more options when you beat a man ever, something else opens up it's just the level that we've gone up since Kiev and it was it's like Kiev was the watershed moment that the level we've gone up since then 
no matter who's playing, no matter who comes into the team, it's it's like night and day mm. from what we were like last season. If that was the watershed moments, surely from a defensive point of view, you know, the Spurs debacle for me had to be the, the watershed moment. Because it has from improved that, immensely from there. From, that, yeah, from that, that moment, yeah. even before we bring the players in, there's a clear commitment there mm. to, to make sure that, okay, it's great as going forward, but we need to shore up this defence. Well, I think I think though the defensive side, Garrett, and uh, you can see how important to the team the defensive side is now when the 94th minute yesterday were defending a clean sheet at 4-0 up mm. Alisson first of all makes an interception 25 yards outside his box the swarm of defenders to get back to make sure that while he's outside that there was enough bodies to prevent the clear strike and goal happening yeah. then he gets back in and makes the save makes the save heart was in my, yeah. I have to say heart was in my mouth there when he comes rushing out of his area if he gets a hand on it yeah. you know he misses. it's mixed time isn't it mm. yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and that thought yeah. went right through my head just in time for two big matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard by sickness to send the carriers back, so it'd be all right. <laughs> just, just one thing. I was looking there at the Serie A table. Like Juventus are kind of revered as the are revered as the as the most defensively sound team in probably Europe. Yeah. When you're looking at them, they got two, two four all yesterday. Yeah, two of the best old schoolers in France. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and you can't knock them for that. But you're looking at their league table. Played 18 games rather than 19, and they have scored 36 and conceded 10. Mm. And we played a game more than them, scored whatever seven goals more than them, and conceded three less. less. That shows how mean we. But it's, it's twelve. So it's today. twelve. Yeah. It's twelve clean sheets, is it? Yeah, and we've conceded seven, seven goals. goals. Seven, yeah. Does that, that, does that, goal so so in that means in so yeah, I was going to say we've only con- conceded one goal in them seven games, and we haven't conceded two in any game. The last time we conceded two goals in a game was April. April, wow, I, I didn't in even realise that league, until I was seeing outrageous. some of the stats this morning. I was thinking, I want to I go back to your point on rotation. I'm a bit nervous about this, right? I don't think, I know this is going to sound wrong, I'm sure people disagree with me, but I think he's rotated well in the midfield. Yeah. But I think we should be employing a bit more rotation in, in the, the top three and the back four. Purely because I'm looking at it and, and Trent is has been injured, come straight back in. Right? Yeah. I thought Klein played so well against you know that he deserved to have at least a game or two across the, the Christmas period. I obviously doesn't fit into the plans. Right? But I think it was Klein himself said it was going adrenaline was going to get him through the United game. It was actually the club came out and done an interview after the game where it was Klein himself said that the I, adrenaline I, will get him through for ninety minutes. But you know yourself, you play ninety minutes, you're not going to be fit to play ninety minutes four days later. He's been out for eighteen months. I, I think you're going to see bag. him in at right full against Arsenal, and I think that's why he came on yesterday and played 25, 30 <laughs> yeah. minutes at left full because I think you're going to you're going to actually see him, and he's he's the perfect uh, in terms of people get nervy about Moreno coming in as a replacement for Andy Robertson. I think in Klein we now have a fullback. I think he's the best cover. backup for both sides. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. he's perfect yeah, for it. Yeah, he's perfect yeah, for it, yeah. and it wouldn't it wouldn't worry me to see him in at left full against Arsenal no. or against City. Mm. Because he's so defensively sound. Yeah. Yeah, okay, listen, any player can make a fuck-up, but if you're talking 99% of the time, he is defensively sound. So he's not giving you the same goal forward, but no, he is not. giving you the solidity his, his positional sense as, but as argue, a fullback. See, this, the, the, I have this argument about, about the client thing, that while his final ball mightn't be as good as, say, Trent's or Robertson into the box, right? He gives you more going forward than Gomez does when he plays. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 We need and, to knock this in the head. Gomez and, isn't a right forward. Yeah, and Moreno anymore. might bomb on loads on the left, 
But Klein is going. Klein gives you the same as Moreno does because well, Moreno can get past players in the whole lot. Again, his final his ball. The one thing that Moreno has killed Moreno all the time is his final delivery is consistently bad and doesn't create the chances he should when he gets into the areas that he and does. It's properly shown up when yeah. Robertson's playing yeah. there, isn't it? You and he does create I mean? the opportunities. Yeah. So that, yeah. to me, I look at Klein. I'm saying, you know, people mark down his attacking ability because we've had two. We have. We now have two fullbacks who are incredibly strong attackers. Yeah. But when he came into the club at first, he was offering a lot to us in terms of the wit that he was creating when he, yeah. when he bombed on down the flanks. Yeah. And he was very good. He is very good. He, did, he showed against United. He's very good at being able to get down and create that space and create the overlaps and take defenders away and take players away to create space for Salah to operate. I, I actually thought his final ball in the... Uh, sorry, his, his final ball in the final third against United was... was Probably the best I've seen it in a while. Yeah, was, you know, yeah. really yeah, was. was. He was getting into places and, and he was he was putting dangerous balls into the box. So I, I think him being back could actually be a massive, massive mm-hmm. help to us over this period. I also think Klopp is probably thinking to himself, there's a fear of burnout, but if I can get through Arsenal and City, I can give them a bit of a rest then. Yeah. We have a few games whereby I can rotate things up. Because we, we, it's a six-pointer against City. Mm. So yeah. you win that and all of a sudden it's a free hit your next game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about Klein again, I think we look, we compare Klein to Trent and Trent's range of passing is absolutely outrageous for a 19-year-old young lad that's playing right back in the Premier League. Some of the pass, the pass was a pass he played yesterday. It was a crossfield ball from line to line to Robertson's toe and it didn't move. Just, Arrowed straight through. Like his his range of passing is ridiculous, and it's going to be to pay that. Hmm? that was a miss kick. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the balls that like we're, it's probably unfair to compare Klein to Trent in that aspect of the game. But defensively, I think Klein is obviously a more experienced and a better defensive right back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as you said, he's giving you the option going forward. He might not give you that final ball, but he's giving you the run that's going to take a man away from Salah, that's going to take two men away to give a space for Salah to play on that mm-hmm. little half turn as well. Like yeah, lads, Klein, Klein hasn't had that front, that attacking force to... He hasn't played with them, yeah. To, to assist with all the time, obviously he's not, been out injured. Not since Sturridge, Sterling and Suarez was there. Yeah, yeah but then the, the bad, but then what he was playing so within, yeah, the back four and the goalkeeper that he was playing within was a So we haven't really seen it, obviously, because he'd been injured for a long time. I want again. It wasn't just the back form of Tottenham, the front three, right? It's great that the Firmino, Salah, and Mane are finding form again, but we're one Salah injury away from a hole in that team. Now, but but, but everybody like, at the end of the day, everyone is aren't they? I know, I know, I know, Spurs I know. are a Harry Kane injury away yeah. from being nowhere near as effective. We've already seen like Aguero go missing for a few games and the disruption that's but caused City. I, want, I, want I don't think it's Fernandinho that's gone missing. Well, hang on, hang on a second. I, I, well, I, I wanted to sort of move that debate because Park Salah, right? Because everyone, yeah. everyone focuses on Salah, right? The one player that doesn't seem to ever get rotated out is Mane. Mane. Yeah. And at the same time, he's the one that seems to drift in and out of form. So, like, he's doing lots. Game to game, within always, game. It's always it's just finishing has been more clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted there recently, and I got a bit of love for it, but he reminds me so much of Fastino Espria, where he doesn't know what he's going to do with the ball. Yeah, his legs are far yeah, longer than his body. Yeah. <laughs> it is. If you look at it, it is. He's yeah. got yeah. massive yeah. long legs, right? If Mane hits form over a run of six to eight games, we're going we're to start, blitz, start blitzing yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. We really yeah. are because he, his chances 
that he's wasting um, throughout, throughout the month of December really has been, <coughs> has been, been three or four years phenomenal. Then. I mean, obviously the Champions League game was the, the most obvious was, one. Yeah. yeah. Where we could have been out of sight on 100 nil, we could have been. It was crazy. And he was just kept chances. missing, missing, missing chance after chance. But um, well, saying that, Shakiri, I didn't think he'd get as many goals as he has. Right? Statistically, and, sorry for coming off, is a goal every 80 minutes. Oh, no, yeah. Which this, is uh, absolutely this is, outrageous. Is this Shakiri now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, a comparison with him and Coutinho. Weren't they on, on yeah. some site yesterday? Oh, well, like. Uh, well, like why not? Like, why not? Why and then you get people going, well, Phil, I'm going to have to Coutinho didn't play up front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well technically, Shakiri's not really playing up front either. He's not, no. He's not just, it's not just his finishing, like some of his little moves and balls through. And like, he's just, he's contributing so much right now. And. He's just a perfect. Um, he's kind of the. He's not. He's not necessarily first choice, but he's kind of one B, isn't he? You know what I mean. He, yeah, he's he's first choice in some games. Yeah. You can see this is a Shakiri game. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can see this yeah. is when he brings Shakiri in, or if he's on the bench, you go now he's going to bring Shakiri in because he's going to change the thing. And you can see the there's a certain pattern of play that we play when he's in there that Klopp either wants to keep and say right, if I really need to change things up, I'll send him in. Yeah, it's it's, it's so obviously four two one three yeah. when Shakiri yeah. plays. Like Shakiri has this space between whoever may be the two sitters. And he plays off Firmino and or Salah, whoever it may be, and it's he literally has all this space to himself. Yeah, it, there's not much responsibility on him. It's it's like they've it's another way of adapting to the players that we have that we're mm-hmm. giving him that option of saying right, well, we're gonna create this game or this situation for you to play in. Yeah, whatever, whatever side the, the ball pops up on, he is always always ninety nine percent. Ready to take, take yeah. it off. Oh, it doesn't matter where he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Always, he's, he's always, always the around. amount of times that he manages to get that ball, you know, through a stray pass yeah. or just intercepting a pass or whatever, and he immediately it, it can be a little flick, a through ball, whatever. He, he immediately just flips that yeah. on its and there head. Can be three or four uh, of your opposition players in that area against two of us, and he takes them out of game straight yeah, away. Completely. He's so much more intelligent than all you ever thought he was. I thought mm. he was a mercurial player when he was with Southwark. Thought or he. He might get you four or five goals a season. He might do bits, but his work rate and his intelligence are just. I think also as well, isn't it? It's coming out now that you know. I think he did an interview, didn't he, recently when he when he come on and stuff. Like he's one of these players who sits there and watches the game yeah, and yeah, studies yeah, yeah. the game, and analyzes so that when he's from. ready to come on, he's he's already pinpointed. It was the annoyed game, wasn't it? Certain it was weak spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the United game. Yeah. I, I said to you, you know this from years ago when we started this, right? When we were me and you were calling for Shakiri. Yeah, the sign five years ago. So, no, you go back and listen to the first couple of episodes with me and Phil. We're actually genuinely calling for us to sign, to sign Shakiri at the time. But when we signed him, I said, I, I want. Where I did wanted, he go at that point then? Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Okay. I wanted I, when we signed him I was like I wanted to sign Shakiri when he went to Bayern Munich because the type of player he's shown to us which is brilliant yeah. was the type of player he was at Basel right? yeah. and that, that is the whole thing that, he, that player hasn't been seen since he left Basel it hasn't no, been seen he, at all there was, there was flashes at, at Bayern Munich but they sold him there was flashes of at Inter Milan they got rid of him as well mm. and then he went to Stoke and he was in and out was, and, he, and he was Stoke a right winger as well Phil. Stoke, 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 Stoke right yeah, winger all the time exactly and yeah. he's come to us and they've and, and it's credit to, to Klopp's coach and it's credit to the whole coaching staff there. They've managed to refine that form that he had when he was at Basel and play the way he played when he was at Basel. Because like that, he becomes, you know, sometimes you say a team has to, you have to build a team around a certain player. Now, there's mm-hmm. no player outside of potentially Salah that you'd build our side around. But what Klopp has done really well is that when a player comes on, 
the fulcrum of the team or the focus of the team can quickly switch to the player that's just come on to allow them to perform what he wants mm. them to do. Mm. And I was a big critic of Klopp's substitutions in the past, but this year it's been different gravy in terms of what it was. In fact, I think Buvac was holding Klopp back. <laughs> and since he got rid of Buvac, right, then, you know, Klopp has stepped up Cops has stepped up beyond belief. In fact, Pep and Linders Pepe. has just made a, a yeah, mockery Pepe, of, of Pep and Linders. Yeah, <laughs> Pep and Linders. About he doesn't start against City. Does not no. start against City. I don't no, think he no. starts. I would start him against Arsenal because I think it's the, the kind of game where yeah, he could get so much joy. Yeah, he could he could take <clears throat> Occupy Terreira, who's been excellent for them. Um, he's suspended he's though suspended. did he get booked this is he a big question did he get booked oh I think he got booked right at yeah. the end I went yeah. on yesterday yeah. so I'll tell you right now I don't yeah. think he did this is the thing well, Gary anyway, you're, 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 when ball. you're not wearing your son's jersey you're, you do a bit of coaching right <laughs> <laughs> given that you don't think when you've got that jersey on <laughs> <laughs> Off. No, I, don't he think wasn't he, I didn't think he was. He wasn't, was no. No, he wasn't booked. Well, they see, they, they, they employed the we don't get bookings bonus this year. So, yeah, yeah they, wow. they aren't getting any bookings. It's made a big difference. Has. Made a big uh, difference. But come here to me. I want to ask you talk about the security thing, talk about the way we're playing, and even going, and you can take it into the Salah bit as well with, with did he dive or not dive. But from you, this tactical piece that that that, that Klopp has shown without Bilvac, um, is it like is, is it the next phase of the progression of this side? So one-sided last year, wasn't it? Mm. We, 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 we always knew he was going to play a certain way, but now this year we've played about four or five different formations with midfielders, with one sitting, with two sitting. The two sitting has been huge for us this year, um, allowing the lad to full backs to go on. But I know we spoke about Trent there a few minutes ago. I don't actually think he's been great this season mm-hmm. compared to his form last season. Um, but obviously Robbo being, being marvellous, but... They're having a two in there and either Henderson or Fabinho to, to drift. And Genie seems to be the one holding all the time to just drift left and right and, and cover anything coming down them wings has been has been amazing. But was Bubac holding things back a bit and the brain? Um, <laughs> or the not so brain now? Um, Where is that brain? I don't, I, don't, I don't think Bubac was... I know we're messing and whatever. I don't think Bubac was holding anything back. I just think that it's a natural... I suppose progression of the players. Uh, it it could be a Dutch thing as well, though. With, with Linders being given more control, you know, the Dutch do tend to uh, play around with formations a bit. In, in fairness, and if you look at, at Genie, the way he's playing, it right? also helps when you've got Wijnaldum and Van Dijk there and they're Dutch. Yeah, mm. it, it could be that you know, it could be that Klopp and Buvac had such a strong relationship that you you hear about them having had their rows and whatever else but as mates you tend to fall into a, a pattern with your mates yeah. and you, you act a certain almost. way yeah, yeah you act a certain way and I'm not saying that there was anything negative about what mm. they had because they clearly had a great relationship up to that yeah. point what I'm saying is Linders comes in in a position of responsibility now and a position of trust and brings fresh ideas with him and now I'm completely surmising yeah. this might not be what happened but if that's what's happened Klopp now is in a position where he ha- he's, he's, his mind is open to new ideas new mm, approaches yeah. and, and Linders has gone away to a club managed himself you know he's not just a coach he, he understands what Klopp has to oh, deal Klopp's with on yeah, a certain basis. dynamics that yeah, he didn't far, know yeah, or yeah. noticeable that mm. in recent times before, before substitutions made before there is a tactical switch it's Linders and Klopp <laughs> now standing talking rather than Klopp just doing it on his own and then explaining to whoever it was previously Buvac and whoever else but it's actually it's like a Cornelius Cromcar yeah like a brain trust no it's literally that he's taking on ideas that it's not just a case of going I'm doing it my way that's it 
it looks as though Linders has a lot more input than others. But I'll, I'll, I'll flip it a bit and say the one thing that Ferguson did so brilliantly over his 20 years as United manager was continue to change his backroom staff, yeah, revolutionise yeah. yeah. what was going on. Otherwise, yeah. he would have gone the same way as every other manager yeah. who eventually became just Always, outdated. And yeah, the methods yeah. changed. Like you look at everything that went on, he was continually changing who his number two was and they were de- dealing with the coaching essentially. And yeah. what, what Klopp has done is he's gotten rid of, well, we don't know whether your man said right, that was finished or whatever it was, whatever it was, right? The outcome is that He's now got somebody else in who's bringing brand new, fresh ideas. That's probably that's slightly next level on from what mm. Buvac was there because him and Klopp came through around the same time. And if you look at Klopp's record up on as his British Dortmund manager with Pep, he wasn't able to get the better of Pep in any way, shape, or form. Since he's been in the Premier League, he's had his number, mm. and particularly with with Pep and Linders there and being in, in, in like being influential in the coaching side. It's just become evolved. And that to me, I think that's the, the, the biggest credit to a manager who wants to stay on top of the game, who wants yeah. to evolve, is to be to recognise when you do need to change things and when you do need to bring the right people in. Because, you know, Rogers tried to do it and he brought in Uncle Jack and he brought in Bobby Toms and, and all these type of lads yeah. who were even older than, 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 I don't know. Remember, remember your man came here, what was his name? Brian O'Driscoll Sean O'Driscoll Sean O'Driscoll Brian O'Brew uh, played a lot of rugby <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so like, it brought, it brought those lads in I'll bring in Gary McAllister because he's done well with the coaching and bring all these lads in and it just, it just seemed mad stab in the dark yeah, wasn't it yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I suppose to you the mad thing about um, managers and coaches it always amazes me when like a manager fails at a club get sacked mm-hmm. and then they get another job and they bring the same gang of you know cast of characters with them it kind of is a job for your mates isn't it yeah and lo and behold 18 months two years later the sack happens (laughs) and then they rock up somewhere else they're absolutely baffled at how they all got the fucking (laughs) job again (laughs) come on lads we'll 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 succeed this Uh, time it'll work this time boys (laughs) we were just misunderstood (laughs) imagine the board meeting there like when do you know who you think what about Alan Pardew or Steve Bruce they'd be a good but but only if they can bring all of their backroom team with them (laughs) who failed but this is what happens isn't it This, this, this happens a lot that a manager comes in and says I'll only take the job if I can bring my boys my lads with me because yeah. they understand and, and it probably is yet again uh, it's a fault to, to, to a point for managers because they don't realise that maybe working with new ideas and working with different people around them you know you, yeah. you take in, in a normal in any employment situation yeah. you come in and you manage a new team yeah. and you look at the skills you assess that team and then you pick one or two or three areas maybe the same way a manager comes in and looks at his playing staff he doesn't go, I want to bring all the players I had at the last club. No. Well, you know? it depends on which, which manager <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Big Sam like to bring all the same players you had at the last club. JJ, I know you're 52, <laughs> son, but uh, you can still do a job for me. Um, but I'm not English. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like that, I think, I think there is an element of that, Ray. I think it's right. a trust thing, though, that they, you know, they know that the lad behind them, you know, you know I think it's jo- an incident. Your own job as well, like, you know, the guy behind you, you know him well, so you know he's not going to try and shaft you. Yeah, it's, it probably is an if element. You bring that in a young coach mm-hmm. who's diverse, who's, who's, who's going to be able to 
you know, be expansive. You're going, oh shit, oh, what, I better watch me back here. But is, that, you know what? Is that, that what you do to like managers yeah, to employ? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, 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 but that comes down to the type of manager you are. So a lot of, the, and, and this happens in regular business. You've got managers who are, don't outshine me, yeah. bring me your ideas and I'll deliver I'll them. Yeah. And you've got other managers who believe in hiring people that are only better than them. Yeah. You surround yourself with people who are actually better than better, you yeah. and you'll have a better team. Yeah. And yeah. you have to trust yourself. And, and that comes down to a level of, 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 self-respect and self-worth and and believing in your own capabilities so whether it's football or whatever it is so taking that on then right do we believe that the managerial team are the right well have the capabilities to push this on because there's 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 a very different pressure now that's going to come on this side yeah to what was there before we're the the hunters aren't we we are now the hunters and the pressure is on us right like it's never been before we have a six point lead going in at the turn if, if 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 just hang on a sec, see. If we get through Arsenal and City, right, unbeaten, and potentially pick up four points across those two games, yeah. we're definitely walking in with a six-point lead mm. in, into, the, into the second half of the fixtures. Well, maybe four, because well, I think Spurs points. win two games. I don't know, but, yeah. I, I, but what I'm saying is we're still going in with a, with a relatively Healthy. big lead in what is a top-six thing. Yeah. For us to lose this position will mean some type of implosion at some point. So this is a brand-new mentality that's needed in these players to, to be fearless as opposed to fearful mm. I think uh, with regards to that I think that there was a target set by City last season City went and done 100 points which seems to be you want to win this league you have to get as close to 100 points as possible I think that has been the target from day one I think that will remain the target so whether we come up short whether we hit 100 whether we hit 90 whatever it may be the goal is as close to 100 points as possible I don't think it matters if we're first, if we're third, wherever we may be, we're working towards that because that's what the standard the City set last season. The City seem to be falling short of their own standards. So we're the ones that are now going to be the us and Spurs maybe are the only two that seem to be striving to get that 100 point. Break the, if you can break 95 point barrier, between 95 and 100, you guarantee you'll win the league. I think that's the target. I think that's the target the Klopp set out at well, the start of the season. Now. <laughs> it, it will be now. But can I tell you something? Spores can't break 100 points. If they, they win every game They can't now. even get to 100 points. If they win every game. Because they've only got 19 games left. Okay. And they're less than... But the target is as close to 100 points. I know. Yeah, that 95 to 100. We'll guarantee it now, I'd say. It will, so, it will. Because City are on course for an 88-point season. Yeah. So, and so we're as it stands, on we're on 102. There, Spores are on yeah. for 90 and City, uh, City are on for 88. I think two things have happened. I think... There's an element of City have lost that invincibility yeah. element. The so, cloak so t- of invincibility The cloak of invincibility has the, 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 the size of notes that you can go at them. That you don't have to sit back and take And I think Leon are probably Leon the team that have a lot it, yeah. to show for that. Yeah. And a certain yeah. Nabil Fekker. He's going to Chelsea, by the way. He's going to Chelsea. Listen, you know what, actually, I, I've been banging the, the Fecker drum, whatever else. I don't give a shite anymore. I don't, I don't care. I'll come to that. Yeah, I know yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about transfers. We'll talk about transfers in a while. But what I would say to you is um, we're, we're in a situation now where City have lost that element of in, invincibility. So the, and, and, and the lower teams are finding their level of comfort now. They're finding an element whereby they're, they're, they're settled in the league. They're halfway through the season now. Some of them know whether they're in a dogfight. We, we forget, with four or five weeks to go, 
mental, mental results happen. Mm. It just, there's, there's no way around it. So if we can get through this, if we're at 21 games with, I, I think, I think we can go. I, I genuinely think this team can go and beat Arsenal and beat City over the next game. I think we can go. To, oh, the so, the Eddie Had isn't it, some sort of fortress. No, it's not. It certainly no. is. We showed last season in Champions League where it's we not, went to 1-3-1. It's, it's not. Yeah. People are talking about going to City. Going <coughs> to City isn't a big thing for it's us. It's not. I don't and think there's much difference between us playing them at Anfield or playing them at um, the Etihad. No, there's no doubting they're a quality side and they have quality right the way through their squad. But what I'm saying is the thoughts of going to their ground is not an intimidating. It's it's far it's more not like difficult. going to Old Trafford. I was just going to say it's far more yeah, difficult yeah. still at this point. Even if if yeah. Mourinho was still in charge or Solskjaer is in charge, whoever going to Old Trafford and getting a result against fucking seventy odd thousand Man United fans who yeah, compared to City who have this false rivalry. Yeah. I think what we're seeing now is a mentality in this Liverpool team that's. Ne- I, I've never seen it before. Under Benitez, he had a way of breeding a winning mentality, but not like this. Klopp, and he used the term himself, tunnel vision. And you can yeah. see it in players' interviews. I watched Lovren's interview after the game yesterday, and it was superb. It really was. It was he got a lot of abuse a week ago. He did it <laughs> yesterday, and, and all he was talking about was focusing on us. We're not focused on anyone no, else. But this is what I was saying about the points total being the target, rather than chasing down City or making sure we're better than City or whoever it might be it's a target that we've set and that's what we're working towards nothing else and that's where the tunnel vision thing comes into it Steve you were right Spurs can get 102 points if they win every game can they yeah 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 we, we know <laughs> Phil's face. We know Klopp's it. Did you work for around the table? Phil, you work in finance, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Worked. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, work. <laughs> but the fact is, sports can't get a hundred points. No, we can get a hundred two. See, there you go. No, but I do. I was factually correct. They, they could draw one match and get a hundred yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Got a margin of error there. No, not gonna happen. Did you know? I, I don't remember a bit, but we're talking about where. Sports don't draw matches. Well, here's mm. the other thing. There's no way they're beating us again. So Who? they can't. Sports. We're taking three uh, points uh, off them. Uh, do you know what? Last Shut season. Last season. <laughs> to be, no, on a serious note, last season, uh, you know, it was one of the games that I did get to. And I have to say, that particularly in the second half. Oh, it was outrageous. They, were, was they well. were by far the best that I've seen come to Anfield yeah. for a number of years. Mm. Spurs were absolutely was unbelievable. Was this the Wanyama? Two all. Yeah, Wanyama was two all. When, I, le- when I left before, yeah. You didn't. I did, You're yeah. You're a fucking prick. When Salah scored. You don't deserve those tickets. You don't, because I'll tell you why. That's Salah. I left The Salah goal that should have won the game was the greatest goal of all time. I missed it. Yeah. Appeal for a penalty, sat fucking Lorries down and chipped yeah. it into the back chipped of the all oh, within split seconds. Smashing his glasses. Come on, we got off before the traffic. <laughs> I, had a, I had a flight. I had a flight. I had a flight. Catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a load of one or four million tri- day trippers yeah. in that stadium, not singing. And I'd say that seven minutes made all the difference. Yeah. Nobody had fucking made it or not. Genuinely, the question is now. Can we go unbeaten? Can, no, well, it was, being realistic about I, it. I don't give a shit about unbeaten. When I heard I just people want to win talk the about it a month ago, I thought, no chance. Like, there's no point in even debating, you know. I heard, not to drop our sponsor's name into it, I heard, like, Red's bet odds being discussed and... The, it was just it, excellent work, right? It was just. I know we've looked at it them as seemed, well. It, it, it seemed ridiculous at the time, a month ago, you know. I think they were offering them what about thirty three to one something like Start that. Start of season was thirty threes. Okay, it went down to sixteen at one point. I'm not sure what it is now, but we were 
I think we're nearly all done to go the un, go the season unbeaten at home. Okay, yeah, definitely That's understandable. Yeah, we've only we've only got Spurs to come. Yeah, Spurs and, and Arsenal, and Arsenal, Arsenal the Chelsea. weekend. Yeah, but once the City game was out of the way, the odds dropped massively. Yeah, like. yeah. But it's it's the big question is now: Do we have the mentality within the squad? To go on and win the league, it doesn't, I don't give a fuck about unbeaten, right? Listen, no, but not even going to win I've, the league. Now, do we have it? I've waited, right? Yeah. I, I've waited since 1990 to see yeah. a Liverpool team win the league, right? I still, and I've said this, I've openly said it. I genuinely don't believe if we don't win the league this year, I don't think we will ever win the league again. <laughs> we will, we will, of course we will. <laughs> no, I think 13, 14 was. We I mean, th- even if we don't win the league this season, surely uh, by whatever means we don't win it. I mean, surely we're still like this. This we have an excellent chance next exactly. season. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've been saying nope. this. <laughs> right, we've been saying this. I've been saying this since nineteen ninety. Yeah, but Phil. Phil, in fairness, uh, since nineteen ninety, you have never had a, a board capable of backing the team. Without the need to like, we we are at a position now, and even if even if we did have to sell players during the FSG tenure, we're not in a situation now where we need to sell players. So no. only if a player absolutely wants to get out. How many clubs are there that a play like you look at this group of players? Mane might fancy a change in mm. a year or two's time. Salah might fancy a change in a year or two's time. I absolutely back this this management team or or that whole structure to replace them, and if it's not replace them like for like I think you might bring in a Timo Werner rather than a Firmino and another wide mm. man that adds I get 40, you you know what I'm saying so I get you I get you but sometimes right and this is what gets missed all the time sometimes you have your moment yeah like Leicester yeah, yeah. and it even I look at Rafa right 0809 was his moment but the United 14 United was, 14 was the moment almost it was the moment and but I, but I don't think as much as as much as we're all sort of making some links back to 13, 14 and not going back to I'm going back to five minutes to go and only having to lose one nil at home and still not winning the league take it in the corner (laughs) here's my point about this current club not not this team not this structure or anything we're not in a situation now whereby we're likely to regress next summer even if we don't if, if for whatever reason we don't win the league this summer we're not in a situation where we're likely to lose our best three players or we're best player or whatever and buy fucking Ricky <coughs> Lambert yeah. we're, we're, not not gonna gonna yeah. we're not going to get picked apart like we no, did in 13 no, and 14 no. but the mentality difference between now and 13 like this stage in 13 and 14 uh, this, at this stage in 13 14 we were nowhere mm. yeah. we just had the whole game and it was yeah. the fucking biggest disaster ever it wasn't People until Villa in nearly February time when where everyone kind of looked and went right we can kick on now but that team had no right to be anywhere near the top of the league. Mm. If you look at the squad that was there and the starting eleven most weeks with Flanagan and Addy Sissoko playing fullback for fuck's sake, like. yeah. Mm. But it does show you that one team can come like a train. Yeah, right. but I don't think that we have. We, it we have feels teams different. Away, we feel just, like we're coming like a train in like that sense. No, no, I, no I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about us. My concern is that I'll go back to Spurs. It's Spurs because they haven't been playing particularly well up to now, and they've, they seem to be starting to build ahead of steam. And I'll go back to we weren't we weren't even that close in 13, 14. We weren't six points off the top going mm. in at the turn. No. We were back nine or ten yeah, points yeah, was, yeah, and we, we, we turned we made a huge made up a huge points differential to be sitting there top of the league with three games to oh, go. Jesus Christ that fucking uh, Do you know what I mean? And that's that's my worry mm. is that the other, said, the other thing the other complete kind of uh, flying the ointment is they get into that new stadium as well. Yeah. What's that going to do to them? That's not going to happen now. That won't happen at the end do of the think, season. Do you think so? Year, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that could be one of those things where if they're three, four points off come the end of March and the stadium is ready to go 
that's like a momentum they've signed changer. the lease with, they've signed the there. lease with Wembley I think until the end of the season so yeah, they have to stay there until, well, yeah, well, I think sure it's the Premier League change. rules that they can't move mid-season or something along them lines I know there was exceptions I'm telling you the Spurs aren't going to be there come the end of March right I'm looking at it here now they have from the middle of Feb They've got Dortmund. Mark that there. I'm gonna. Rec- yeah. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna you continue. Can say it all <laughs> the end. The end of March. In April. The end yeah. of March. I think Spurs are out of it. They've from the middle of Feb. They've Dortmund at home. They've Burnley. Burnley away. They've Chelsea away. They've Arsenal at home. They've got Dortmund away. Free hit. They've got Southampton away. They've got Crystal Palace uh, at home, and then they've us at Anfield on the 30th of March and that's when they're fucking so, yeah, everything's nice that's when they're tight lens because they're yeah. 10 points once we us. get off once we get over uh, Arsenal City we do have quite a nice run of games where it's not we've got five decent games got, coming and, and out I expect games, us we to haven't got a run. in them yeah we haven't got a run of big games but it's going to happen yeah, there is going to be a wobble wrong, at the yeah. moment City are going through their wobble yeah. where they're missing Fernandinho where they, they've no, they're playing John Stones in centre of the field and it's a fucking disaster that's why they're dropping points yeah, at the moment best defender in England yeah. oh yeah yeah but that's what's happening England. and we are going to have that wobble where we're going to lose a game and we might draw the next game and you were just saying we're going to beat a few minutes ago I could be fucking but, but, no I asked the question could we <laughs> I asked the question, could we? But Steve, <laughs> but we will have a. Oh, it might be a case that we might draw two games in a row. So, so I think City have. So we're going to beat again. But, but I, I, I <laughs> think I think City have a, a better quality squad than us, but a less balanced squad than us. The fact mm. that they're having to play Fabian Delph at left back mm. says a lot about. Yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. they're having to play yeah. John Stones just because it's not that three. It's not that they've lost three. But does that Central. seem mad to you? Fabian Delph is a midfielder playing a fullback. They're going to have to play. But they're going to have to play another. They're going to have to play someone yeah. else there now because he got sent he off got at sent the end off. yesterday. Does so they're going to have to play game? some one straight red, I think. One so game or two games. No, two, I think it's two, 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 missing, three. He's missing the Liverpool match. So they play your man Zinchenko, left full, the young lad. So we can just. We haven't looked ahead to the match because it's probably just all up in the air. Everything's all, yeah. uh, like it's it's because of yesterday. It just seems all a bit mad. Yeah. There, is, there is an elation factor that's going on with this, of right? There is, yeah. And it's like you look at Arsenal. Everyone's thinking of the City match, right? But you look at Arsenal, and Arsenal gave us problems. They were uh, they looked fairly decent when we played them last, and this is going to be a tough game. Attacking wise, Arsenal are a very strong attacking unit. They're they very look, 13, us 13, 14. They look, it's, they're they so look balanced. Mad, they look mad defensively, yeah. right? But I will always go back to big games. Yeah, tend to focus minds a lot more than the smaller change, games yeah. where they're conceding goals yeah, yeah, because is, they've, yeah. they, you know, they feel they can outscore the teams they're playing against. They can be them. more Big, open and expansive yeah. as well. Whereas yeah. with this, they're going to look at us and they're going to say, well, we can't afford to give them chances. And straight away, that defensive mind becomes a lot more focused. Yeah. I think they're a mentally weak side, as, mm. they, as they have been. And Emery can't fix that in Overnight. three months. No. Mm. He can't, and I think he will fix it. Yeah. I think he'll bring in the right sort of characters and I think he's already started that. But I think they're the sort of side that when they're beaten, they're beaten. They're not. Yeah. They're not at Anfield. I can't. Two 0 open. They're finished. I could. Yeah, I could be you wrong. You would say and, so, wouldn't yeah. you? And people can can come back on Sunday and say you were talking shit. But mm. I think we get a couple of goals up on Saturday, and that's the end yeah. of them. They don't have that. They don't have that fighting character to come back. So they're an amazing side when it's going well. For them. Look at the Southampton game. Look at the Brighton game last night. Yeah, Brighton game last well, night. You know what I mean? As soon as a team, and this is the difference yet again in this Liverpool side. We have the ability to physically match teams. We can bash teams. We can yeah. grind out mm. wins, and then we can fucking wipe teams away. Well, look like at their back four. See, Lockadia, who hasn't even been great since he I came. I hope Koscielny starts. And oh, yeah, give me Koscielny and Mustafi at fucking centre. Lichtsteiner is about eighty-five. Yeah, mm. he was brutal yesterday. They're they're back for and even down to the keeper. The keeper's poor. Keeper yesterday was was at all over the place. Time yesterday. Mm. 
That's what we, you know, I, I wouldn't. There's a, a, there's a few goals. There's a few goals in this, I'm telling you. Three, goals, three points Saturday and it puts us in for the City game where we can straw into the City game. Yeah, yeah. 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 The and scenario tomorrow, on Saturday is that um, Spurs are playing first. Yeah. So we'll know what, what they've done. Chances are they've won. But then we play and then we can potentially put 10 points between ourselves and City. You know what was big for me yesterday with them? <laughs> they take off uh, Lacazette and they put on Ramsey. Yeah. Like, you know, it's one all and you're going for a game and you bring on another midfielder <laughs> pointing up. These lads that, that shocking. Yeah, you, you, it's 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 well listen, it, it's his approach and maybe like I said is carrying a knock or whatever it might yeah. be, or he's preserving it. But I don't know. You fucking ponies. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um. so realistically Arsenal are not a great side they're not a great like they're, they're, they're attacking side they're attacking side uh, Bamiang and Lacazette are good Ozil might turn up if he fancies it do they have a lot else? Re- I think realistically, I, do they? Like, Torreira is a very good football. I'd say Arsenal have conceded twenty-five goals in nineteen games. I know, but lads, we we t- we said we said the exact same things the last time we played them, and it ended up being a tough fight. Yeah. It was our poorest yeah. game of the season. Our poorest, one of our poorest performances. Yeah. Arsenal but game. even still, yeah. you know, Torreira played really well that yeah. day. They put it up to us. We struggled a wee bit, but we did find a bit of class where needed to, to get the goals to you know to, to get to avoid having a defeat or whatever. But they will come and they'll have a certain level of confidence that they were able to put their game plan on us and restrict mm. us from the way we wanted to play. I think only one of that midfield from yesterday starts, and I think you see Naby Keita and Fabinho in there, and I think it's a very very different battle with Torreira if he's Fabinho got Keita game for us, wasn't it against Arsenal? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. He was all over the I don't even know if he was awful, but just what we were expecting. It was like the pace was too much. Yeah. He yeah, seemed to kick on from them as and well. And he's as kicked well on massively yeah. since yeah. then. So I think you see Fabinho. I think you see Keita, and you see. Maybe Gini Wijnaldum or Henderson. I, I don't think Milner will come in with them too. No, and that is going to be rotation then for yeah, the City yeah, game. No, and that is yeah. going to be the. La- I, I, I think it might be the opposite way around. I think it might be a case that we rotate for the Arsenal game. So you think that you might see Milner? You might see Milner, Gini, and Henderson come in for the. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Um, it depends on. Depends on what way, way he wants cl- to go against City, right? Depends on the way he's looking at City yeah. and saying, right, do I want to play Fabinho, Keita? And oh, one of them, or do I want to play any of the three in the tree with the flicky? Right. So, <laughs> and then do I want to play Shakiri or not? And when he's trying to make the decision, that's what he has to. For play. anybody who's wondering, yes, Phil has been on a crack pipe this morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but does he, the big question is: does What does play? Pep and Linders think? That is the big question because he's the one calling the shots now. Bilvac is yeah, fucked off. Exactly. But does he play uh, Fabinho? Fabinho, Milner, Shakiri. I want to open a coffee shop play? called Peppermint's. It all depends on what way Klopp looks at City. Does he go with, as I said, does he go with Fabinho, 
Cater Shakiri against Arsenal, or does he go with Henderson for being young? You're literally just repeating. I disagree with both of you because I think I think you're missing the point um. of how Jurgen Klopp is managing this side, this team, or this season. I think I think Klopp's actually genuinely managing game by game. I don't think yeah, the City is, yeah, game is yeah. in his mind. It's four days away. Any injuries could happen. He'll worry about One City game on at Sunday. Time. Yeah, well, yeah, but he's, he'll worry about City on Sunday. It, that's that's when he'll start to, to to focus on that. For now, he's going to put out his team based on what Arsenal can do or what they might do. Is Markovic still available? Yeah, 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 absolutely. He's been training with the under sevens. Well, Lallana is available as well. Yes, I, Lallana, you could the, see Lallana coming in for the Arsenal game. But he'd be the more the, the, the lesser spotted Lallana. I'd, 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 I'd tough on the fella because he was playing really well but those injuries seem to have more or less ended him as a fourth team player um, right so last question lads just to wrap it all up you can sign one player I don't think we're going to sign anyone right but if you could sign we're not doing player, any predictions by the way there's no point okay everyone have forgotten at this stage they're not even listening to this <laughs> yeah, 2-1 two, two Liverpool 2-1 Liverpool I think 3-1 3-1 again 2-0 comfortable 2-0 easy 1-0 draw um, uh, that's what I, reckon. I think the atmosphere will be electrified well, Phil, Phil, the way Phil, half five game on Saturday it's going to be amazing one player right this yeah. is the question is one player one position to sign in the January transfer window to ensure that we win the league Lionel Messi <laughs> <laughs> overrated <laughs> oh my god goat me bollocks goat me bollocks played in one club it's only won one league yeah. um, a shite. Yeah. go and prove it somewhere else yeah. can he do it in Burnley on a fort Friday night no he can do it in Stoke but he can't do it in Burnley yeah I've seen yeah. him do it in Stoke boys. Burnley's an interesting one right they, they've conceded last year they only conceded was it 39 goals in the whole course of the year right this year they've conceded 41 goals in 19 games interestingly they went and signed Joe Hart in the summer <laughs> and, they can't can't see, and they can't no. see the, the, you know, the, the you know they had Nick Pope you in goal last year and everyone was talking about Nick Pope but and he's going to fit now Pope's Pope's not he's long term okay. because his shoulder but Heaton's Heaton. back the season beforehand they conceded 35 goals with, with Heaton and goal I think right? we might be seeing Andy Heaton from now on yeah uh, and they're saying and then they go and then they go and they sign Joe Hart Andy actually Andy Heaton's a better fucking goalkeeper than Joe Hart Joe Hart cannot say anything to his left can't save anything to his left. Who, I thought, well, the the Burnley Everton game. Central Heaton. Central Heaton. Joe Heaton. You look at Joe Heaton. You shoot to his left. He just can't get down. It's like Derek Zoolander. If I was, no, seriously, if I was Bournemouth or Burnley now, I'd be trying to sign Mignolet in the transfer window. So my, my one signer idea would be to sell Mignolet to win the league. So is that if Alisson ever gets sent off, we never yeah. have to worry about. I'd rather see Camille Grabber play for us and go. Who, who would you sign? Sign one player. I would like to, sign, like to see us sign that Coutinho replacement. Right, we've got we've got Shakiri who can play in a certain way we've got Tim but a, a Christian Eriksen someone in that mould that can play as a, as a real sort of attacking midfielder I'm not going to say number 10 but that person that can link the top part of our midfield to those three attackers or even when we're playing three in front of them just that type of player and maybe for a bit of shits and giggles just throw in a 40 or 50 million pound no bid. no no you actually started <laughs> this and said one player and you haven't <laughs> named that fucking player I just have yet you've just the said the Coutinho, Coutinho replacement. replacement I have because if you listen carefully in that monologue there I said a Christian Eriksen type who's also got a year left on his contract yeah, so you mean Christian Eriksen go and throw in a 40 million pound bid at 
spores for Christian Eriksen. So Christian Eriksen. And it'll cause fucking ructions yeah. in the spores camp. Yeah, 100%. Upset the apple tart. Oh, what, what, what I'd like to see is... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see us just completely dismiss the January transfer window. We do that every year, right? Yeah, do <laughs> so I'd like to keep with tradition. I just, and just last year we signed Van Dijk in no December instead no of fucking January. No one's, no one's going. No one's coming. Just turn the lights off on Melwood yeah, on like the time the now at five o'clock <laughs> yeah. no, done done <laughs> I'm not in Ukraine this year with the bags with the suitcase of sawdust suitcase of sawdust Bridie from the canteen just comes out and switches <laughs> off the lights of Melwood sorry <laughs> lads we're done <laughs> fuck <laughs> off Sky fuck off Sky Jim White fuck off who would I sign? I think I would sign. It was a tough one between Dybala and Insigne or Dries Mertens. So I'm going to go with Dybala. I think he can operate across that front three, and I think we need that. If 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 you were asking me to sign, like if you were asking me to sign anyone, I'd probably pick fucking Aguero because I think him with Salah Mane would be amazing. But let's let's say that we're going to sign somebody outside of the Premiership. I'd sign Dybala. Yeah. I'm going to be controversial. Yeah. I want, a se- I want another centre half. All right. I don't think that's controversial. Matt Delay. What? I want Matt Delay for my ex. McAteer. No, Matt. <laughs> Jason McAteer for my ex. Man, you're about fucking 20 years past at this stage. It just worries me. Yeah, yeah. And it just worries me still having uh, Matip around to be honest with you. Mm. But can I ask you a question? And, and you're free to make your choice. Would you sign him? To like the question is to guarantee us the league. Is he the answer over, say, Kula Bali for the next six months or five months? You know where I'm coming from on this. Like Matt Delitt, amazing prospect. Yeah. He's not the finished article. He will probably become the finished article. But is he the answer compared to putting Kula Bali beside Van Dyke and just saying that's basically just shutting off? Just, just, just tell Alison to go I just on think holiday. he's more realistic than getting Kula Bali. He won't leave Napoli easy enough. Stay. I just think. You know, well, see, this, the, again, this, this, the one, and this is why I said one player in one position yeah. that wins you the league. It's not about the long term future. This is the one that gets you over. And that's why, for me, the devilment and the cunt value of going after Ericsson with spores breathing down our neck just to cause yeah, ruxes yeah. and to upset be thrown, yeah, and to be throwing enough money at him to make him want to force his way out. Oh, so it upsets the whole balance. And enough of the money squad. for Levy to see him see it as an actual good business prospect. Yeah, yeah. and say, I can't really Football. fucking turn this down. Cristiano Ronaldo Mero Cardi Now Paul Pogba's the biggest cunt in football the biggest, <laughs> I think what a Cardi has actually done is probably worse well, than anything Pogba would ever done, do A Cardi hasn't done it in football he's, he's just a cunt in life Yeah <laughs> No but Cardi is like No uh, I'm just I just like I, I saw that spoon down his dance on the pitch oh, yesterday oh, beating who I don't know they were Having playing, a seed It looked like he was having a seed Playing Huddersfield or where were they playing <laughs> What team was it? Huddersfield. One of those, one of those Brighton yeah, Huddersfield teams, right? Yeah, yeah. Brightonsfield, and um, and he's doing dancing and stuff like this. This is a team that's like the in best the table, midfield. best midfielder in Europe, of course. The table, and like you know, I don't like the NFL players when they score a touchdown. It's like forty-two to nothing, and they yeah. score a touchdown, and, and they're doing a dance on the pitch. You're like, just get a grip yeah. and just get on with it. You, you know, just got a million for doing it though, right? Yeah. Realistically, going back to the signing thing, what would the chances of getting Jaden Sancho be? Jadens, I don't think he would, but I think you might get Pulisic. But mm. the thing, the big thing that Pulisic. you need to look at, you need I to look think, at Newcastle. I think, I think people have said, and I don't know how true it is, but I think City have. A they would have first refused. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, with regards to the, but does he win us the league? 
does he bring yeah. does he bring us that level of difference that we don't, don't have at the can, moment? I don't even guarantee it. Newcastle tried to do when they bought in a Sprilly in January and they fucked everything. I just think yeah, we've shown that Sprilly had come in in his Tyrannosaurus Rex costume riding a horse. <laughs> definitely would have put it. But Steve, I know what you're saying, <clears> but I think I think a Sprilly coming to January uh, to, to Newcastle that January is the equivalent of someone like Cardi coming to Liverpool yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It would yeah, be yeah. that sort of yeah. personality mm-hmm. that would fuck things yeah. up. I think an Ericsson, I think uh, Kula Bali, I think, uh, I, I don't know, a fucking... You can pick whoever you want to fucking Suarez. Yeah, well, no, well, maybe, no, maybe not. That's Suarez. the answer. Let's finish it now. Suarez. We signed Suarez in January. Oh, win the league, guarantee. Actually, yeah, you, you you have the ideal swap out between yeah. Bobby and yeah. Suarez. Yeah. I that. just think I just imagine think him coming in and going, "I'm going to win the league now." I got to fight you all. No, I didn't. It's, it's, Lewis, are you doing Baby Shark? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a wrap. I think we just got the name for the podcast. Right, that's been the podcast. We're back next week. We won't start the Mondays until after next week, right? Because New Year, whatever the January seventh. Yeah, January seventh is the the club goes back to being the Monday that's every FA week. Cup night is it I think it is well, well that's timing isn't it wow the thing imagine we get the to we get to talk about Smignolet <laughs> 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 the first Monday back it'd be like 13 14 I genuinely <laughs> played a Shankly statue up front it is yeah <laughs> 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 I couldn't give well, a no, but listen that, that's, a, that's a prime game and I know we said we were rapping but that's a prime game for Origi and, Swar- and Storage to start up Suarez. in a, t- a two well Suarez, Suarez will be signed back at that point get him a bit of game time wait to see my match you're talking about Origi and Storage getting games there you're talking about Lalana. you're talking about maybe is Gomez back at that point? Is he, I, don't, is he, I think it might be a little bit longer. You know, but, that, but yeah. this is what you're talking about. It might be so. a decent game for him to get back. Yeah, in, but like, yeah, yeah. but this is the point. You look at you look at the side that might go out in that FA Cup, and this is what we're talking about: a squad. You look at that team that might go out in a in, a, in an FA Cup game. You look at Sturridge and, and Origi up front. You look at uh, Moreno at, at left full. You look at Klein at right full. Lovren and Matip as the two centre halves. If Gomez is back or or someone and, and Matip, you've got Mignolet in goal. You've got James Milner. You've got fucking Mark whoever, in the ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is that's that's a side that might yeah. have actually been playing for us a season and yeah, a half ago yeah, as our yeah. as our first yeah. choice team, yeah. and it's now our FA Cup team. And yeah. have you seen the BT? Have you seen the BT advert for the FA Cup? Yeah, where the big <laughs> no. where the big inflatable FA Cup comes along in the office, and because someone is diminishing the importance of the cup, they put the tie in the in the shredder. They were based on actual events of someone coming into your office, Phil, because you are. The biggest FA Cup hater that's out there. I hate it. I literally, if, if we we'll cover the what FA the Cup fuck match, that about? do you know what we're going to do? Instead of watching the match, we're going to play it on FIFA. That's how much the FA Cup match. <laughs> we're going to play forty-five minutes a half <laughs> on FIFA on FIFA and <laughs> yeah. stream it live. Stream it live, so you can watch that instead of watching the FA Cup game. Yeah. Yeah. The, FA Cup, <laughs> the FA Cup is a humongous steaming bag of shit <laughs> that deserves to be pissed on. That's what it is, right? Oh, sorry, going back to the thing, we can't forget the City and Spurs both have. Two extra games in January each because they're both in the semi-final. Oh of yeah, the League yes Cup. they do actually. Yeah, and and Chelsea is Chelsea, Chelsea scores, is the Spurs yeah. Chelsea one. Yeah, Spurs, so yeah. that's not so. And, and, and they will they will a, go for that. Pochettino wants a cup. They yeah. will go. And it's for not that, like yeah. he's playing against fucking you know yeah. Brighton and Hove Albion. 
Right. It's all falling that. into place. Isn't that's it? it. That so it's that's So we're back Monday, we're back Sunday next week, and then we're back. To, we start on the Mondays following that, and then yeah, just it. just on that one, Phil, you were saying it's going to be every Monday night, yep. religiously, same time, same night. Of course, yep. it is. No, it is. It is. <laughs> well, we're in a position now whereby we've three or four people that can 18, host. So eight, there's no eighteen reason. minutes after we say we're going to go live because it is Dublin time. Remember that. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's the wrap. That was Stephen Daly. It was Ray Dickinson. It was Garrett Brain in his son's top. That's why he couldn't think. It was Stephen Brown <coughs> <coughs> in his uh, Raiders hat. And of course it is me, Phil Casey Housen. So that's it. The Brunch Club is done. Good afternoon. It is afternoon. afternoon yeah. Champions of 2018. Woo! If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not Tasty Cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Except no substitutes. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.